Three, two, one, here we go. Boom shakalaka. Now we're making it happen. Now I want water. Wait. <laughs> you jumped again. Welcome to The Simplicity Show with Sue and Vince, where we talk about what's happening in the credit union industry, the world, and right here on our credit union team. In this episode, we're revisiting one of our favorite topics, that being creativity. It isn't the first time, and it certainly won't be the last. We're going to discuss the big question, where do creative ideas come from? And, then and we'll the answer is we pulled them out of the air. <laughs> End of podcast. Yes. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> and then we'll wrap up with some tips for, well, we'll also talk about how we get creative and then wrap up with some tips uh, for people who maybe think they're not creative, how, well, first we'll talk about how you actually are, but right. some tips for drawing out creativity. That sounds great. Those all sound like really good creative ideas. <laughs> and It's ironic. <laughs> yeah, let's not lose the irony that we didn't have an idea for what to talk about on the podcast, and so we fell back on how creative we are <laughs> <laughs> and what great creative ideas we have. Yeah, yeah such creative ideas. <laughs> so that we can talk about it a second time. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to the Irony Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Should we start talking about resolutions? Should we start uh, with that? I mean, I suppose. How are you feeling about that? That was such a deep sigh. Yeah. I'm worried about you. I haven't you. really done any work on my resolutions lately. No? So. Well, you personally witnessed my work on mine this week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't I didn't like the way you... Uh, called you out. Called <laughs> me out. No. No. I did not <laughs> like that. <laughs> that was my daily picture. I took more than one. And then you did. You did help me. You did. Oh you yeah, told I, me. I pointed There's out your another, picture right there. Is another what you opportunity. <laughs> yes. Take that picture. Yeah. 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 So, so it's going well. Can I say though? I'm going to anyway. But can I say? I don't know if I brought this up. What I am learning from, or what it's doing, is more than just getting a picture. Mm-hmm. What it's doing, trying to get a picture every day, is making me more keenly aware of looking for a picture. Oh, that's so interesting. Oh, that's that relates so much to what we're talking about today. Yes. Yes. Yeah, um, okay. I'm going to... Here's, here's me He's, clicking he my pulled, pen. He pulled out the pen. <laughs> I'm making a note on that. Yes, there so, will be notes. Yes, there's notes. There so we're going to revisit that. Okay. I'm going to revisit that. You, I can't wait. Okay. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay, right there. Keep, please keep all of this noise, the pen noise, all of that in. Yeah. Do not edit that out. Okay. This is the kind. this is the kind of stuff people want to listen to. That's our... <laughs> people not knowing what they're doing. We're building our Foley library. Okay. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to... Wait, wait, make that pen noise again, because you, that oh, was oh, actually you. The... It was not the pen. It was, it was you making a Foley noise. Do it again. Wait, what? Oh, <laughs> That's amazing. That's an amazing pen noise you can make. <laughs> <laughs> so, so simple. So simple. So, so natural. natural. <laughs> um, all right. So we'll. I'll circle back to consistency. Okay. Later. Okay. Um, my update, though, I yes. do have an update. 
tangentially related to, well, not really the resolution discussion, but okay. In You can't just go rogue. You <sighs> can't just say I have an update. And Yeah, you telling me I can't just go rogue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Look that's who's what, talking. That's what we're doing. <laughs> I'm telling you what to do. Uh, when we, in the introvert-extrovert discussion, mm-hmm. one thing that we talked about in my personality type is like that sort of inability to... I, I shouldn't say inability, difficulty with focusing on the day-to-day tasks mm-hmm. because you're building a rocket ship in the backyard. Right. And I said, I'm building an igloo in the backyard. <laughs> that is true. That is true. <laughs> so within the last week, since the last time we podcasted, uh, I, well, it's not quite finished, but <laughs> have a an enterable igloo. Excellent. So with all the snow that we got... I went out one night and sort of shoveled it all into a huge pile. Okay. And then when when you're doing it that way, rather than like making actual little ice bricks, mm-hmm. that's a lot of work. But so what I did is making a snow igloo where you make a pile, but then you have to let it sit a while. Right. Sort of settle, right. together, and then dig it out from the inside. Okay. So it 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 has been dug out. It, it it has been it's it it's been done dug. <laughs> okay. Yes. So. So tan- let me even further tangent. Additional mm-hmm. tangent. Interesting factoid about me. Did you know? Sorry, I raised my eyebrows. Yes. You can't see that. Uh, um, that I'm sure I've told you this. I'm sure because nobody cares. I have not told it on the podcast, but I have told you this. That. It was precisely doing that, digging out an igloo, um, when I was when my brother and I were kids, that precipitated him hitting me in the face with a shovel and breaking my front tooth. Oh no! <laughs> no, this you is, didn't tell me that. This part. is true. Yes, you, I was. Digging, all you said was that he hit you in the face with a shovel. Did hit me. Well, so that was the we were making two entrances. This was not a like hitting his sister, younger sister in the face with a shovel sort of situation. Right. We were making two entrances to the igloo, and I was digging with my hands and my face into it, and he was digging with a shovel. Mm. And he hit me with the end of the shovel in my face mm-hmm. and broke my tooth. Ouch. But as you will notice about my teeth, they are normal length. <laughs> And so, and he took a good chunk off the one tooth, mm-hmm. and then the other had to be filed down to match it. So I would be very beaver-like oh. if those had just. So it actually worked out. So thanks wow. to my brother who doesn't listen to this podcast, but thanks to him anyway for <laughs> evening that out. Moving on. Shout out to you, bro. Okay. <laughs> and we start with neuroscience, which you and got very start, excited okay. about when when I said we should talk about neuroscience, and you were like, "Yes, I'm probably a neuroscientist." Probably. I think is How what hard you said, can it be? Basically. <laughs> How hard can it be? It's not like <laughs> it's, it's not, not rocket like brain, science. It's not Are like you a brain, brain surgery. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you got that reference, cool. <laughs> okay, so we wanna I wanted to talk about sort of the science behind creativity, right? These okay. it seems counterintuitive, is that that there's science behind creativity? Right. Okay. So turns out you have so many notes there's it turns out there's a lot he has all of the notes all of the notes oh my so gosh so we're gonna go on a little science journey Ooh. stick with me field trip hear me out 
And do we need Mrs. Frizzle in the magic, magic school bus right now? What? Yes. Do we? Yes, we do. Always, every day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So interestingly, um, where do we start? I'm Let's start you. with what what is creativity. So there's a lot of there's a lot of science. Um, and the phrase that I really like that was in one of the articles that we'll link to is it's like trying to nail jelly to a wall. <laughs> so there's a lot of science on it. There's a lot of really big words that I don't understand. Excellent. So we're going to try to distill all that down to layman's terms and how how does that actually apply to what what's some actionable things that we can get out of that? Okay. But let's start with sort of the foundation of what is creativity. Um, and this is a direct quote. Creativity is the ability to generate new ideas and new connections between ideas and ways to solve problems in any field or realm of our lives. Uh, and also the, uh, the idea is also like what that doesn't quite catch is not only making those connections, having those ideas, but then bringing them into existence, right? Because right. otherwise it's just imagination and not creativity. Okay. Oh, good point. Okay. Yes. I'm so, with you. Okay. So it's all about making connections. Like that's, if there's one thing you take away from this whole discussion, creativity mm -hmm. is making connections. Okay. Boom. Not love connections. I mean, that... <laughs> 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 that maybe is not something we should encourage. Right. I mean, that is that is on our other podcast where we do just relationship advice. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So. Call in for that. <laughs> should we take a caller right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's for the other one. Oh, Save okay, it. okay, okay. So this, <laughs> starting with a couple of quotes. So that was a quote on what is creativity. Um, this, I'm going to give you another quote. And I'll save who it's from until the end, but I, I include this one because I felt this on such a deeply personal level. Here it is. Creativity is just connecting things. When you ask creative people how they did something, they feel a little guilty because they didn't really do it. They just saw something. It seemed obvious to them after a while. That's because they were able to connect experiences they've had and synthesize new things. End quote. Okay. Take a guess. There has to be a reason. <laughs> I know that was very gaping fish-like. Um, there has to be a reason you saved who that quote was from. Just because he's famous. Okay. Famously creative. Famously creative. Steve Jobs. Oh, okay. And the, the part that really stuck. I'm, I'm wearing a turtleneck right now. <gasps> Perfect. <laughs> and jeans and, is it white tennis shoes? I, I'm not wearing white tennis shoes, though, okay. so. What really, <laughs> what really stuck out to me, like the whole idea that it's you feel a little guilty because you feel like you didn't actually do anything. You it you just pointed out something that seemed obvious. Right. Now, before you continue, let me ask you a question: Is that true for you? Definitely, at times, um, I think for me, cr like creativity comes in different forms. Right. Sometimes sometimes it is sort of this like, well, anybody can see this. It's just mm -hmm. me pointing out a thing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes 
it's me sitting down to like, okay, now I'm going to be creative and do a thing. Do you use that voice when you do it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's creative time. It's creative time. <laughs> and then sometimes it's like something will, I don't know how to describe it, sort of like well up inside of me. And like mm-hmm. I, I have to, I, I don't have a choice but to follow this thing mm-hmm. and hang on for dear life. Okay. And so... Two, I guess, two of those three things are sort of that, like, well, it's not really me, right? Like, it's, I'm either just pointing out a thing, or right. it's like this other thing that I'm trying to latch on to. Right. If that even makes sense. That makes total sense. That, okay. No, no, I get that entirely. So let's dive into some of the actual science behind it. So, interestingly, uh, sci- like science is sort of he- there's some old ways of thinking and then there's some new sort of more newfangled. New- would you say newfangled? Yes, some newfangled. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Kids and their rock and rock and oh, roll music. Those darn kids and their yeah. rock and roll music. <laughs> so it's sort of some new understanding around the idea of creativity. So some of these old ways of thinking um, and. There's a lot. I'm I just sort of cherry-picking a couple of ideas that I think we can relate to, the general we. So there's this idea, there's this test that has been used called the alternative uses test. Hmm. To So the test measures creativity uh, <clears throat> or tries to. So the, the alternative uses test asks people to generate alternative uses for common objects. Hence let's, the name. Hence the name. Okay. Very creative. <laughs> so let's say, here's a brick. What else might you use a brick for? Right? Um, but a couple problems with this is that, like, asking somebody to do a hyper-specific task mm-hmm. doesn't really get to the core of what creativity is as a whole. Right, it's oh maybe somebody's really good at doing that thing, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're a. I'm going to use air quotes, creative person. That that feels like depending what you're using, that might be more mechanical intelligence, right? Sure. To yeah. understand the properties of a thing and what it can do, mm-hmm. and then formulate ideas around that. But also, I there must be mechanical creativity yeah that just doesn't happen to be my forte oh you're mm, you're so right okay we're getting (laughs) there the other problem with the alternative uses test is that it treats creativity like a trait like either you have it or you don't okay so uh another so that's that that's an old idea that's that's an old idea yep okay back in in the day (laughs) got it um and this next one i think is really interesting because it's sort of like we're now figuring out that this isn't how things work and it's such Mm -hmm. a prevalent idea is the idea of right brain left brain Mm -hmm. so the common thinking being the right side of the brain is where creativity is left side is where analytical thinking is and ne'er the twain shall meet right uh so what we're finding, though, is that I'm saying we like I'm part of like, the science <laughs> like community. We're helping out. <laughs> we're doing a lot. I'm doing so much research. <laughs> uh, but what we're finding is that, okay, 
certain functions like speech as an example like Mm -hmm. yes that might originate in one part of the brain or other one side of the brain or the other but that doesn't there's no left brain right brain pattern to Mm -hmm. how people utilize how people use the brain Um, and actually what what they say the infamous they what they said in this article and I quote it is the connection among all brain regions that enables humans to engage in both creativity and analytical thinking, end quote. So back to that whole idea of it's all about connections, Mm -hmm. right? And so getting to sort of the new way of thinking, the new what we're discovering is that what it boils down to is that creativity is everywhere. It's It's not just a thing. It's not a thing that you either have or you don't. Mm-hmm. It's not a. <clears throat> it's not its own thing. Uh, if if we're painting, or if we're fixing a car, or if we're laying bricks, right? Mm-hmm. There's the task, and then there's doing all of those things creatively. So it makes sense if if those areas of our lives that are so different can be done create creatively mm-hmm. all of them then creativity is also sort of spread out right does that make sense that makes total sense okay um where am i oh they uh so this is where we get into okay i'm going to try to break down the idea of creative cognition okay it's a big word it is a big word so we're going to talk about that uh, which that idea is that there are three major sections or portions of the brain. And then we're going to talk in, then I'm going to dive into uh, the stages of the creative process. So okay, where we been? What is creativity? We talked about that. We talked about the old ways of thinking mm-hmm. and sort of the new way of thinking that it's everywhere. So we're going to break that down now. Creative cognition. So it's not... Creativity is not strictly confined to right side, left side. It's, and I really like the metaphor that they use that it's an orchestra, really. So, or a symphony. There's different parts. Right. Playing, playing the same song, but playing different parts within that. Okay. And I'm using lots of hand gestures. Yeah, you're definitely playing... A violin right oh, yeah. now? Oh, yeah. Is that a violin? So good. I'm such a good violinist. You're an excellent... <laughs> it's it's a weird way that you're holding that violin, but... <laughs> My sister-in-law would be proud. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so these three major sections, think of, think of an orchestra, the three major parts, or networks as they call them. First, executive attention network. What does that mean? Basically... This is the part that you use when you're focused on a thing, actively focused on a thing. So right now we're actively focused on podcast and talking. Or you would hope I am. (laughs) Questionable. (laughs) But so that's that's executive attention network. Okay. Number two, the default network. Or a better way to put this is the imagination network. So basically... If you're not involved and focusing in on a thing, this is what you're doing, right? Think daydreaming, Mm -hmm. think that sort of thing. Um, 
you're imagining the future or maybe the hypothetical or basically daydream. Everything that is daydreaming. So it's anything, basically anything that is not, that you're not currently observing because anything you're not currently observing, it's not happening in the moment. It's either the past or the future Mm -hmm. or it's all entirely imaginary. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, right? Yeah. Okay. So this also, the other part of the imagination network, we'll call it, is um, about social awareness, being aware of the thoughts and feelings of people around you. Okay. Okay. Number three, the salient network. So this is the thing that connects basically what's happening outside of you to your brain. So... Uh, whatever information is salient or important at the time, that's mm-hmm. what your brain brings up. Uh, the best way I could think of to illustrate this is, now I know there is a particular piece of your brain called the reticular activator, which there is sure just is. really fun to say. There sure is. So this is the thing, and I did not verify this, but I am assuming that this is part of your salient network, Because this is the thing that, let's say you're looking to buy a car. Mm -hmm. My sister recently bought a blue Volkswagen Beetle. So when when you are looking to buy a car, especially something as iconic and noticeable as that, but it's any car, you will start seeing that thing everywhere. Okay. Right, so the reticular activator is what, oh, now that, like, now I'm think it's bringing that information mm-hmm. to the forefront. So, does that make sense? That does. Yes, I'm. I'm with you. Okay. Reticular. I'm. Go- I'm just going to say it for fun. Reticular activator. Yep. Gotcha. So those are the three networks. The of the brain. Of the brain. Okay. The executive attention. So your focus, your active focusing network, uh, your imagination network, which is basically any other time. And your salient network, which I think this sort of is just working in the background all the time. Mm -hmm. So how does that relate to creativity? I'm glad you asked. I don't know, Vince. (laughs) Why don't you tell me how that relates? I will learn to speak and it will be excellent. So let's talk about the four stages of the creative process. And you'll be able to see kind of how those play Mm -hmm. between the different parts of your brain. Okay, first step is preparation. Uh, And what I mean by preparation is just really learning. Mm -hmm. Fill up your brain with as much as possible um, because the the more information, the more knowledge, the more experiences that you have, the more material that you'll have to make connections between. Mm -hmm. Boom, creativity. That is the name of this podcast. That <laughs> Boom. Creativity. <laughs> so, but this, so this is, usually involves that executive function that we're like, so this is that sort of actively doing things. Mm-hmm. So preparation. The next step is incubation, which is uh, sort of that letting your brain go into that imagination station. <laughs> Sorry, imagination. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> so this is why, and I mean, 
we we experience this all the time where like we just need to not think about a thing actively, right? We need mm-hmm. to let our brains go into that default that not actively thinking about it. Get out of the executive network. Right. Let it sort of fall into the imagination network and sort of let our brains do the work for us. That is the magical feeling of simmering. That's when things Mm -hmm. are simmering. Percolating. Percolating. And I liked how they described it. It's like the best assistant that you've never had, right? So your brain, it keeps track of Mm -hmm. all of the problems you want to solve, doesn't forget it. It knows all. Oh, believe me, I know. (laughs) (laughs) So not only does it keep track of all the problems, but it 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 knows all the stuff that you have stored in the archives, right? Mm-hmm. Even though it may not be at the forefront of your mind, it may not be in that executive. It's got it's got the whole archive of everything, mm-hmm. and it's sort of constantly. Smart that amazing Foley word. It's constantly going through all those archives, trying to come up, trying to find that right connection, right? Okay. So how do I how do I explain this? This just happened to me literally a day ago, a night ago, not last night, the night before. So I was getting a I ordered a package from my favorite camera store. Uh watching the tracking, tracking so on Tuesday, get my days right Wednesday. What is today? I don't even know what Today's today is. Friday. Today's Friday. Okay. Congratulations. <laughs> you made it to Friday. Yes. So <laughs> on Wednesday, uh, I was home early from being at the work event on Tuesday. But I'm at home, and it says, my, I'm following the tracking notifications, it says delivered. But it's not at my house. Check the garage door. Not there. Front door. Not there. Okay. Check with the neighbors, because that's a thing that happens all the time, like, get a package and it gets delivered to the neighbor's house. Nope, it's not there. So like all day I'm obsessing over like, well, where in the why mm-hmm. in the world is my package not here? Like am I going to have to go to the post office and deal with all of that stuff? Obsessing about it. Okay. Don't know what to do, but keeping it in sort of that mm-hmm. executive network, actively focusing on it all day and afternoon and every time I think about it. So then I go to sleep. Wednesday night, prob- which is pro- sleep is probably the best example of imagination network. Mm-hmm. While I'm sleeping, I have a dream where I am looking at, and it's really hard to see for whatever reason, but I'm looking at my invoice <laughs> for this packet, <laughs> trying to figure out why on earth it's not at my house. Mm-hmm. And as I'm s- looking at like I'm checking the address, Mm -hmm. I just see like sort of interspersed between my name, which is weird, but I see the letters T-H. And then boom, sorry. (laughs) Had to get that up close. Thank you. Like boom, Thomas House. And in that moment, everything made sense that Mm -hmm. a lot of times what happens is because I have both addresses, uh, stored at said company, mm-hmm. uh, they pull the Thomas House address for shipping, and I don't always go back and check it. Wake up, drive in, walk in my office. Sure enough, <laughs> there the package is sitting. So this is both a really excellent example 
of that interplay and how uh, letting that imagination part of your brain take over solves the problem. And um, a reminder that you should just not leave work ever. <laughs> you should just stay here. If you had been here, right? you would have had your package. Would have had it. Yeah. Wouldn't have had to worry. Spend yeah. all that time worrying about. Yeah. Where have a little it? commitment to your job and just stick around. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. Incubation. Uh, the third. So preparation, incubation, percolate, let it sit. Don't think about it too much. Next step. And I talked about this. So in the example, but illumination, boom, that aha moment that your little assistant comes back with that great idea, with that connection, with that solution, and there it is. Boom, the idea. And how great does that feel? Oh, so good. Yeah. Side note, when that moment happens, at the same time that's happening, our body is releasing endorphins. So new ideas, those connections mm-hmm. and new ideas release, dump endor- endorphins into our brain, mm-hmm. which is why it feels so good. Yep. And then you want to do it again. Right. And then you get addicted. <laughs> and then you go into marketing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And the rest, my friend, is history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So those are the three stages, but that fourth stage is sort of what we touched on in the beginning. Like it's not just having the idea is bringing it into reality. So mm. fourth stage, verification. So it's back to the beginning, back to the executive, back to the thinking about the thing actively and taking that idea, double-checking, making sure it's realistic. It, mm-hmm. is, it isn't always. Sometimes your brain is like, oh, here's this great, great idea. And you're like, mm, let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> let's pump the brakes a little bit. And then... So verifying the idea is realistic and then making a plan to bring it to life. Preparation, incubation, illumination. Illumination. I just like that word a lot. <laughs> and verification, the creative process. Bum, bum. Bum, bum. Excellent. So good. So that's science. Science. That's, that is science. So yep. in uh, it sounds like... It is very easy for you to see in that science to see the parallel to your actual creative process and how that works for you. Yeah, for right? sure. And I think not to get to the next part of the conversation or I, I actually was trying to I was trying that was supposed to be a smooth transition. Oh, nice. To the, so thanks for pointing it so out. So this is me jumping <laughs> to the next next part of the conversation oh, just okay. to say spoiler alert for if you feel like you're non-creative there's a tangible thing that you can sink your teeth into. I don't know what to, I don't know what to say. You can do the thing, right? There's a process. <laughs> it's not just this unknowable thing that right that some only... people have and some people don't. Exactly. Right. Okay. Back to the current. Yes. Part of the Back conversation. Back to my flawless transition. Yes. Thank you. you. Did so well. <laughs> so are you asking me? So I'm. I mean, I am. Yes, I am asking you to give me confirmation. That you can see this working in your creative process. Oh yeah, but okay. I'm only asking. Let me be. Let me be very honest. I'm only asking you so you turn the question to me so I can talk. Okay. So this I've done <laughs> this enough is talking. Totally self-serving. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I see how it applies in my creative process. But Sue, why don't you tell me about how it applies in yours? Oh, thank you. I would love to. 
And I would love to stop talking okay. <laughs> for a moment. <laughs> so what, as I'm listening to you talking about it, and yes, I would love to talk right now. Um, what strikes me is that I can see that is precisely the process. Pr- okay, that's precisely the process that we have learned to go through, which is when when we're... Let me specifically apply this to a project that we're working on together. It's the same if it's something I'm working on myself, but let's specifically say it's a project that we're working on together. The very first thing we do is get all of the information that we think we need. Mm -hmm. And we never, at least I'm I'm running through in my brain if I'm, wrong on this but I'm going to say we never let's say we don't normally have something that comes like that is the best idea for the project that comes together right on the spot so we take everything in Mm -hmm. and sometimes it feels like we don't even take in all of the information right like we kept (laughs) our brains are a bowl and the bowl is finite. So we cap how much information we're going to take for that particular project and then walk away. Yep. And that's our executive, it's our executive moment. Yes. Where we're taking all of that and focusing on what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes, but not always, we will step out of, if it's something that we're working with someone else and we walk away so it's just us sometimes we'll talk about it but when we do it's more to refine sort of a point or something we're thinking of or something that occurred to us and it is rarely ever like oh well that person was talking this is the thing I was thinking it's more you know this is the thing I was thinking we should do it's more to refine all of that information and then we simmer on it, and it is that simmering process that pulls all of those things together, mm-hmm. and then we can come back and do something about it. Yes, I'm gonna. I'll I'll nuance that a little bit more, but keep going. Would you please? I'm almost entirely without nuance, <laughs> both here and in real life. Well, <laughs> so my so, sort of. Uh, I guess it's a tip. It's a thing that I try to do and a tip for people. Um, So because creativity is making connections, I guess another thing I would say, another way I would define it is just solving problems, Mm -hmm. right? So yes, we're making connections, also just solving a problem. So a way to, I'm going to use air quotes again, be more creative is to heighten the problem, if that makes sense. So to add more restrictions to the problem. Okay. Yes. So give me, okay, give me any crea- creative activity. Let's play a little game. Oh, we're going to play a game. Yeah. So, what, so tell me, what do you mean by creative activity? Any, anything that is generally thought of more in the realm of a creative field. Just pick a thing. Um, how about painting and painting? Okay. So I deliberately picked something we don't do, <laughs> and you just rolled your eyes at me. <laughs> so I'm not so I was sure. like, it's only the most obvious example. 
<laughs> Way to be creative. Thanks. Thanks. All but right, we so don't do it. Right. No, we don't. Okay. So, okay. So to illustrate this, uh, if it's, how would I say this? If you're going to paint a painting, is it easier, like in your brain, what feels easier? If I tell you option A is paint a painting mm-hmm. or option B, paint a painting, but I want it to be a sunset and I'm only giving you the color black. Is this a hypothetical question because you're looking at me like I should answer it? Yes, this is not a hypothetical. Okay, so you're asking me which would be easier. Well, maybe easier is not the right question, but maybe it is. Which, uh, maybe what the question is, is in of those two scenarios, in which one do you feel more ready to have a jumping off point? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it would be the one with more structure around it mm-hmm. to say like this is so that I know and I'm sure there are things and I know that we are guilty of this there are times where you might feel like I don't want your structure I want to do my thing right but and that's not where I was going with this it but is but it is hard it is harder to have a jumping off point then then you have to go and find your jumping off point mm-hmm. you have to go so in Essentially, in that scenario, if you were to say to me, I want you to paint a painting, also don't do that to me, but <laughs> I want you to paint a painting, um, and I want it to be, I don't know, I, I just want you to paint a painting, I would not, I would have to spend a lot of time up front figuring out, like, what kind, what kind of paint am I going to use, what's the canvas, what am I doing, mm-hmm. but if you said to me, I want a painting, I want it to be just black, and I want it to be a sunset, that gives me a place to jump off. Right. Now, it would be tempting to say, um, don't give me any of those restrictions. Right. But in essence, what then will happen is I go and figure out what those restrictions are for myself. I'm still working under restrictions. Yeah. It's just that I'm telling myself what those restrictions are. Yeah. So. And so the reason I go down this path is to illustrate like I think sort of that play between the executive and imagine it right the incubation sorry sometimes when we're faced with a project there are times when there maybe it's that there's not enough sort of restrictions if you will Mm -hmm. Um, maybe there's too many either way like we it's an it's a difficult enough problem that we need to let it sit and Mm -hmm. like we're not sure how to do that but there are times when maybe it's just that perfect amount of restrictions or uh we have maybe it's that perfect amount of restrictions or we have Right, our brain sort of hits on that connection, like mm-hmm. oh, boom, right. here's the answer right away, where we don't need that incubation time as much. Where, okay, this this is the obvious answer mm-hmm. to that thing. Kind of back to the initial Steve Jobs quote, like it, w- the solution is obvious. Here it is. Let's just move forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not always like that. Does that make sense? That makes total sense. And here's what I want to add to that. 
even thinking back to that whole, the part you mentioned, the thing you mentioned about, and it was in that Steve Jobs quote, right? That sometimes you feel, those people feel guilty. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Yep. So the other little nuance to that is that we know as people in creative jobs that sometimes that happens where that um, where it percolates so quickly that we have an obvious answer right away and sometimes it doesn't mm-hmm. and we need more time and sometimes and you can get frustrated with yourself because last time we had a problem um, or and in this case when we say problem we say a thing to solve this is a thing to solve for not necessarily a negative thing it's just a thing to solve for like mm-hmm. math um, so you can say to yourself you know last time I had a similar thing to solve for I had it right away and now this time my brain isn't giving me anything so you, it's really easy to go down into a rabbit hole with that. Like, why is my brain not doing this? Have I, like, have I lost it? Can I not do that anymore? Does my <laughs> brain not do that anymore? Or is, this, is there something I'm missing? Or, you know, whatever. And all of that to say that along with that guilt that you can feel when people say, oh, I'm, cr- I'm not creative, you're creative, you come up with the idea. Um, sometimes what they will say to us is, well, you guys are so great at coming up with ideas. And then that adds this extra layer of stress when they say, well, this is the thing we want to do. And we go, ooh, we don't have an idea for that. Yeah. <laughs> we have no right? idea. You just told us we were really good at coming up with ideas and we have no ideas. <laughs> Come so, on, brain. <laughs> do better. So this is awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. And I think, okay, so this is me coming back to the note I made before about consistency. Mm-hmm. I think this is, as a, as a creative person, as a person in a creative job. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I'm I'm not saying you're not creative. Right. But if we want to present to people this central thesis that there aren't creative and non-creative people, right. there are just people That's, that yeah. have yes, yes, either yes, honed yes. that skill or are working in a job that people identify as creative. Right. You're right. But also we're special. And everyone should know that. Special little flowers. We are special little flowers. <laughs> So, but uh, but this applies to, okay, Sorry. as a person pursuing a creative pursuit. Okay. I'm with you. Okay. I think consistency is such a key thing to hit on because, as you were talking about before, having that daily mm-hmm. requirement, like, that is a restriction that sort of forces you to solve a problem. Right. And therefore, yes. air quotes, is creative. Mm-hmm. Because you, it's not a question of what you know. Should I do a thing or shouldn't I do a thing? It's a, I have set up the structure. I need to do a thing. Mm-hmm. What on earth am I going to do? Right. Um, and I think that that is a. It's a for for people in creative jobs. Uh, that is a key thing to sort of help. Mm-hmm. keep the process moving. I mean, this podcast is a great example of that. Like, we've struggled along the way keeping that consistency. And a a thing that it can be tempting to say is, oh, well, I don't have any ideas, so I'll just... Oh, and the next one will be really great. I'll, right. I'll have that extra time to really do right. the thing. 
but then do you? <laughs> and then it just gets pushed back and pushed back and pushed mm-hmm. back versus now where we have a more consistent schedule. It's not a should we do it? It's what are we going to do? Right. It's we have a, back to what you're saying. We have a problem to solve. Yeah. We have a solution to present. What is our solution? Yeah. Not deferring exactly. figuring a thing out. Yeah. So that structure it's for for people who seem for a department that seems like the Wild West, that <laughs> people I think people would, people would be surprised, and I, I guess I couldn't really use the word surprised because also I, if I'm anything, it's self aware, so I know how I need to make my own brain function in the world. I know I know the things I have to put the restrictions I need to put on myself mm-hmm. to get things done. Right? Yeah. So, but. I think coming, like, even in the last couple of years, we, for a group in a creative pursuit... Air quotes. Air quotes. We have steadily added more restrictions and rules and things like that mm-hmm. to what we're doing so that we have a space to do it in. That So we have some reliable things. And... To help us be more, to so that we can function creatively in reliability. Yeah, makes sense to me. I, that's good. Maybe just <laughs> you, maybe you and I are the only could people be, who understand could that. Could be the only one. That's good. Please okay. tell us. Leave us. Leave a comment. Tell us if we make any sense. <laughs> Possibly ever. No, you know what? Don't. No, we don't want to yeah. know that. Just tell okay. us we're special flowers. Okay. Sorry, I was looking over at the outline. So I have. I have two more. How do you how do you want to transition? Because I have two more things that are sort of things that I do or I'm starting to do, but I think that they are both like they're they fulfill both of the last things on our outline. They're both tips for maybe not creative oh, okay. folks. So well, okay. Let's before we move on to the tips. Okay. And I hope they aren't my because I have tips, and if you stole my tips <laughs> for things that you're going to say, it would really. Well, oh, you can go first. It since would personally it was your, really... It's your part of the outline. Yes, okay. Um, let's... I know that we have talked about it before uh, in our last episode that we talked about creativity. The last creativity episode. Oh, okay. Right? It's like, uh, was it? Uh, Not in our last... <laughs> okay, you're with me. <laughs> but... Last episode on the topic. Yes. Let's linger for just a couple of minutes Okay. on... When we say how we get creative, quote air quotes, mm-hmm. what we mean, like there are specific things that we do to activate those things, and I think that will sec that will transition us into what those tips are. Okay. So, what specifically do you do to help you ideate or be, be more creative? Uh, show up at work in the morning. It's nice that you do that. <laughs> Very much appreciate that. Um, yeah. Okay. Wait. So is this? Are we lingering on this before the transition, or this is the transition? This is ish the transition, but we're going to talk about it for a little while. So we're not. Don't like okay. jump. Do don't have, jump there. I feel like you have things. Th- oh, friend. Just understand that every question I ask you is really just my way of getting here. <laughs> To turn that question back to me because I have an opinion. Okay. So tell me your opinion. My opinion, well, is 
both an opinion and what I actually do. Yeah. So I know I do things, but I'm yes. Like, so give what me, are, give what me is the an flavor. Example? Give me the example. Okay. And then I'll tell you. So I'll reflect. The top example, which you're keenly aware of, is uh, now I haven't been able to do this for several months, but the time will come I'll be able to do this again. That if we have. If is this we, an always winter, never Christmas situation? Yes. <laughs> if we have a project that I really need to just apply that simmering time to, mm-hmm. um, I oh, almost I know where you're going with always, this okay. I almost always um, am able to work that through while I'm mowing the lawn. Almost every single time. When we did our series... Uh, a couple of years ago, we did, if you haven't checked out our video series, it is on YouTube. But when we did that, every time I needed to come up with a plot point or something, uh, I needed a piece of dialogue that would move things forward because sometimes you get to a spot and then you don't know where you're going. Um, mm-hmm. I would, I'm, and um, we have a fairly large lot and it just always needs to get mowed during the summer. So I would get on the lawnmower, and it takes about three hours to mow the lawn. And I would always, and sometimes I would have to stop and, like, get off the lawnmower, go in and do the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't lose it. But it, that, yep. the action of that level of folk, not focusing on the problem, mm-hmm. but, like, it's there it's an extre- it's extremely loud right yeah so it's a lawn tractor and it just it's very soothing in its own special way and that never fails to help me be creative now there are other things i can do like now this time of year because it's always winter and never christmas um <laughs> i like any sort of any sort of physical task mm-hmm. will help just like if it's something that I am that I can just put my body into like put it on autopilot and let my brain work on a thing mm-hmm. um, that is almost always the key to unlock whatever problem my brain is working on for me yeah oh, this transitions so nicely you'd almost think we planned this out you, it's almost <laughs> like we do some little bit of homework too okay have content. so if I had to wrap that up in a tip for people, it'd be mm-hmm. to do things that you don't normally do. And I mean, that's okay. especially that's especially keen for us who work in a job where creativity is part of what we have to do and generate. Mm-hmm. But OK, so to that point, like it's it's not just simmering, right? It's it's mm-hmm. actually engaging that executive network with mm-hmm. something totally different. Right. So it's like keeping your brain, keeping that part of your brain busy with something else. Mm-hmm. And then which allow, and like you said, something mindless, like you don't have to put all your focus into it. Like you I can should sort, focus somewhat when I'm, on, should, when I'm well, on the yeah. lawnmower, right? Yeah, but I to, don't. I, no, I'm just asking. <laughs> this is life advice now. I really don't. <laughs> to your point, like it's sort you can... You don't have to. You can think about other things, right? But it's it's that perfect balance of busying one part of the brain while letting the other part do its thing and mm-hmm. not really focusing too much on either. 
Right. If that all makes sense. So your little assistance is in there, finding all those, trying to come up with those connections. And that it's sort of getting out of your own way. Right. To do that. Yeah. So to that end, I think some things that I do to answer your question and to some insight. So... I mean, primarily I'm working on photo and video. So I think within those, there's opportunity to do other things than the main things that I do, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So like if a photo, maybe I, as an example, maybe I watched a video on how to do macro photography and (laughs) now I... And then your brain exploded and then... All sorts of (laughs) possibilities. Yeah. So doing in your discipline, but a different flavor Mm -hmm. if that makes sense and if that's possible but I think also then just totally getting outside of that realm so I also like to uh, dabble and I will use the word dabble because I am no expert at like graphic design Mm -hmm. I love the idea of graphic design it's just because I mean photo and video is really like it's capturing what's there already Right. Or and maybe manipulating it somewhat, but like graphic design is totally ground up mm-hmm. concept to finish, which is difficult for me. But I enjoy the process. Uh, but that also that's still sort of visually related. So getting out of that realm totally. A couple other things. I mean, sort of dabble in card tricks. That's a fun thing to do. Uh, I like doing board games and. As I mentioned on the podcast, getting into cooking, right? Mm-hmm. These are all things that are, it's sort of helping the whole process. Like it's it's that whole learning part. It's mm-hmm. filling up the brain with different experiences, right. different material for connections. And simultaneously, as we were just talking about, like busying mm-hmm. your brain with something else so that maybe some of the other thing, the problems, like the work things that are, or whatever, that thing that you need to let simmer, giving your brain time to, right, in the background, work on that. Um, the only other, the other thing, because as a parent of a three-year-old and a now five-month-old. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> just watching, little, like, you don't have to, prompt creativity and little mm-hmm. people they're just out there blazing connections willy-nilly mm-hmm. <laughs> so to just sit and watch and be amused by is and inspired by so those are my tips those are those are the things a few of the things that i do that like i said fill both learning new things and then uh just busying right. busying the hands okay Yes. Yes. And as someone who has, in the same night, um, had to be both the mommy horse and the stable that the baby horse was living in, <laughs> I understand <laughs> creativity of a toddler. <laughs> so what other tips do you have for people who say that they're not creative? but? So let's deal with that. Okay. Let's just deal with that right this second, right now. I mean, I think we've sort of danced around it, but yes. let's, let's head say on, it. Shoulder in. Yeah, shoulder in, which is the way you should go through life. Um, that everyone, it, okay, 
let's not be sweeping. Let us say that there are probably neurological issues that keep certain functions of the brain from working the way that people would define as normal, right? Yeah. So when we say everyone, we are, we are including people without possibly those neurological issues and saying everyone is capable of creativity. Mm-hmm. So there's this classic thing. That one of the things I was thinking about as we're putting this together is that classic thing that if we say right now, don't think about a purple elephant wearing right. pink pajamas. Yeah, exactly. You picture a purple elephant wearing pink pajamas. That is creativity. That is your brain taking your image of an elephant, making it purple, putting it in pink pajamas. Those are all the connections that your brain is is making for you. And And also not listening. Right. (laughs) And that is creativity and imagination. We're all born to your point and come up as little children. I mean, we are all born. We're all all born. (laughs) I think some of us are hatched, but that's a whole other thing. Um, But we come up as creative human beings, and then we shuffle ourselves into boxes where we, where some of us sell ourselves short, mm-hmm. where we say, uh, and we hear this all of the time, don't we? Oh yeah. Oh, I'm not creative. You guys are creative. Right. I'm not. I don't have creative ideas. You guys have all the creative ideas. Yeah. And that is purely not true, especially um, because we can tell you that if we sat down and have, when we sit down and have a conversation with that same person who says, "Oh, I'm not creative. You guys have all the creative ideas. You do. You do the thing." Mm-hmm. When we sit down and have a conversation. Maybe ask some probing questions. Right. To solve the problem mm-hmm. that they're looking to solve, they always have input. Right. And that input is the creativity. Yeah. Now, what what they are specifically meaning when they say, I'm not creative, you guys have the creative ideas, um, I think is, I know what I want this to be. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to make it. Right. So the only, the thing that we, now, also, we have creative ideas, but the thing that we can do is make it. Yeah. Um, maybe not everybody can do that mm-hmm. part of it, but that doesn't make a that doesn't mean that we corner the market on creativity. That just means that we can take your idea. Yeah. And we know how to realize it. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So, everyone's creative. Let's talk about tips for creativity. Now, there are. I have a couple of articles. This is none of them. I have a couple of articles that I will share about having creative ideas. But I wanted to challenge myself a little bit. And rather than pulling this from an article, I looked at a co- I read a couple of articles. This is something we've talked about a lot. But rather than reading from an article or pulling quotes, I just pulled these five tips out of the air. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's good research. Right? Research and then synthesize. And then synthesize, yes. Creativity. Make yes. your own connections. Exactly. You heard it here first, folks. Boom. <laughs> so. Sue's creative. These are my five tips for creativity. Number one, to our point, believe that you're creative. Everybody can imagine. No one's truly non-creative. Allow yourself to know you can create and you will. Yeah. The I think the number one thing that keeps people from feeling creative is that voice in their head that says, you're not a creative person. Mm -hmm. You can't do this. So just allow yourself to believe you can. Mm -hmm. Tip number two is to give yourself what you need to focus on creativity. What does that mean? Why don't you tell me what it means? I will tell you what it means because I have it written down right here. 
whether you need absolute silence or you need the noise of a crowd or you need to be in a huge group of people or you need complete solitude, attending to your physical and emotional needs releases the stress and mm. puts you in that creative place. Yeah. And it leaves room for creativity. So, I mean, we're talking about make sure you're hydrated, make sure you're fed, make sure you're not physically uncomfortable. If you have pain, deal with your pain. All of these things, give yourself what you need mm -hmm. to focus on creativity. Because then, going back to the whole brain thing, like if you're that, those, you know, those things are all things that they're problems. Mm -hmm. So either your executive, fun like you're consciously thinking about them, or then, and I think maybe more to the point, like your imagination, that like those are the problems your brain is trying to solve for. Right, right. Rather than other things, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yes, no, that makes total sense to me. It's all about that leaving room in your brain so your brain is not, you know, so you are not focusing on other things. You are focused on creativity so mm -hmm. yes mm -hmm. um number three is to think all of the thoughts <laughs> this is a thing we we sometimes it's are, so funny because it as a statement yes it's like what does that even mean i will tell but you. i know exactly what yes. it means. <laughs> think all the thoughts uh if you restrict yourself to the practical mm-hmm or if you edit your ideas as they're coming out of your brain, if you start to think, well, we could do that. No, because if we do that, then so-and-so is not going to like that. Or, oh, no, well, one time somebody said to me this thing. If you start doing that when you're being creative, you, cut, you bog yourself down and you get yourself discouraged. That, I think that kind of thinking, allowing yourself to get bogged down with um, the minutia of, oh, well, that person doesn't like the color blue and that person, you know, is always cold or, you know, whatever those things are. Or even mm -hmm. like, I have this idea, I want to do this idea, but that stresses me out to do it. That is a creativity killer. So instead, let all of the ideas flow and follow where they lead. Just exactly like you're saying, you know, when those ideas bubble up and all you can do is catch it and hang on to it. Mm -hmm. Let the ideas come out. Don't edit those ideas as there's coming out as as there's come as they are coming out. Words. Nice foley work. Thank you. <laughs> A little more foley, um, because there is time for logic when you're done creating. Mm -hmm. It's get all of the ideas out, and then decide will this practically work. Okay, I'm gonna stop you there. Okay. My brain's on fire right now. No, not really, really but it's lighting okay. up. I have, so, okay. <laughs> yes, douse me with water. <laughs> <would you? laughs> I'll just throw it at the microphone. Would that be okay? <laughs> so, okay, this uh, this brings up a really great conversation because to the point of the creative process, right? Which is, as we said, it's just problem solving, mm -hmm. and and two, a thing we haven't really touched on is like it's making decisions. Like, right, you have a problem, you have maybe more than one solution. At the end of the day, you just you have to make a decision and move forward. And sometimes right. that is the creativity. Like you're just making a choice, mm -hmm. right? It's it's not some magical thing. Just make a choice and go with it. And then other people mm -hmm. see that and like, oh, that's so creative. Like all I did was make a choice. Right. Uh, okay. So, but as part of the process, starting with you know, rather than so you have, and this, this is all 
in the realm of like self-awareness and all that like mm-hmm. so you knowing like you have a point of view and maybe you have an idea in your head of what that solution could be but in the creative process and the decision making problem solving process starting with oh there's cool words for it divergence okay which so splitting apart spreading out uh, basically gathering what other what other things could be right so rather than let me slow down what other things could be the solution mm-hmm. so rather than saying it's either it's one option should i do this or should i not do this mm-hmm. um, it's here is this smorgasbord plethora plethora of <laughs> options which one should i choose so it's not a should i or shouldn't i choice mm-hmm. it's a which one choice so that gives you more things to work with so divergence and this is where brainstorming comes in right Mm -hmm. and the whole no bad ideas like getting as many ideas out there Mm -hmm. and then sort of analyzing all of them and then once you have this wide array of ideas convergence is bringing it back down to one the single move yep yes now it's not to say that you're in a different place than you were when you started, mm-hmm. but it's at least a more informed decision and therefore a more creative decision. Um, what's the other thing I wanted to say? Oh, heard a great quote the other day on a podcast, um, but there I don't I don't remember who said it. I will, maybe I'll find that and put it in the notes. Um, but the quote is: "You can't make a list of the things that haven't occurred to you." that is so true (laughs) (laughs) right but if you really think about that in terms of this process that divergence stage is and that sort of analyzing and Mm -hmm. decision making stage is a lot of that is sort of trying to do that like trying Mm -hmm. to think out and play out a situation or a scenario or trying to play you know play out a design or right so trying to think taking time to trying to think of as many of those possible outcomes as possible and again it's just informing your decision and then Mm -hmm. moving forward based on that does that all make sense that makes sense to me okay and we're not asking the listeners if it makes sense because it would hurt our feelings (laughs) (laughs) because we're sensitive creative types okay so to your point think all Think all the thoughts. I like that a lot. Think all the thoughts. Yeah. Um, I'm going to skip my number four because what we're going to come back to my number four because I I only have five. Because I want to say this one because what you're saying makes me think this leads into this. So my number five point was steal but make it better. Oh, or different. If you see something you love, let it inspire you. Inspiration can come from anywhere, and your creative challenge can be to make it bigger and better to suit your needs. So, to the point of what you're talking about with that com- that divergence convergence idea, um, let's let's be fully transparent and call out the fact that when we're ta- when we when we're talking about a creative project, now fortunately we normally either start with start with a structure which is we know we're going to make a video or um, we impose a structure, which is we need to talk about this thing. So what are the things we're going to do? Right. So yep. we immediately impose a structure. Um, 
what we can then do is say, if we're going to make a 30 second video, what are the 30 second videos that we are cognizant of and how similar or different are they sure. to what we want to do mm-hmm. and what our tendency is um, as a policy as po- it's not an official policy but it is an official policy is to say this is the thing this is the thing we really like let's turn it to 11 um what can we do that makes it bigger and badder and slightly more insane mm-hmm. and start there and then work out the practicalities after that. So to that point of diverge, you know, we know what this thing can be mm-hmm. um, and we. But what could it be? Right. I think to our credit, we look at what's common what's maybe in the industry or how everyone else, if we think of the stereotypical way to handle this thing, how everyone else handles it. Mm -hmm. And then we say, okay, step one, we're not going to do that. Right. What do we do with that? That makes it bigger and better and makes it our thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that, then that brings me back, circles me back to my tip number five, which is consume, consume, consume. Wait, nope, that was tip. Well, Chronologically. Yes. yes. Oh. Chronologically. Oh, well, and my comment is actually to that point anyway. So keep Kay. going. Okay. So consume, consume, consume. Read, look at art, listen to music, experience things, and draw your own conclusions on them. Let the world around you inspire new ideas. This made me think. So I went to um, the I went to an art gallery with my friend a couple of weeks ago, and it was. In Madison, a lot of really, lot of really great, like, for someone who, like myself, who believes so strongly in this consume, consume, like, get your eyeballs on things, see things, look at things, experience mm-hmm. things, um, a terrific experience to go to an art gallery. First of all, that's not the kind of art I make, right? Mm-hmm. So I can look at it in this super unbiased way because I don't feel like I have the capacity to do it. It's different. Um, it's different for me to look at art than it is for me to maybe consume words, sure. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so what struck me is every there were pieces that we looked at that she had, my friend had a very had an extremely visceral reaction to a very negative reaction. And so, like the things that she, the things that she liked, she maybe would comment, "Oh, you know, that's nice, and I like that color, whatever." Mm -hmm. Um, But the things that she really didn't like, she had a ton of feedback about, and she could be, she was really specific Hmm. about why she didn't like it. And so, when you're thinking about consuming. It's important, I think, to not just consume things you love. It'd be, it's really easy to get into this echo chamber of things you love, and then you start creating things that are just like what you're surrounding yourself with. But to look at things you don't like, right, and experience those with sort of an open mind doesn't mean like you look at them and now all of a sudden you love them. Um, it means you look at them with this through this lens of, what is that? How does that make me feel? 
What are the specifics about how that makes me feel? Um, why don't I like it? Right? And understand that as part of this very rich sort of tapestry of what your brain is going to do when you're presented with a problem. So you would be able to say, like, I know if presented with the problem, my solution isn't going to make someone maybe feel the way that that piece of art made me feel, right? Mm -hmm. So that as far as that consume, 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 it's, it really is about bringing in things from all different viewpoints and making decisions uh, about what it is specifically. And it, there's nuance to it because you can't just say, well, I just don't like it because like that, I don't know. So there was, there was one painting that was like uber, it was very violent and it might've even been like a classical in the classical style, but it was, it was extremely violent. And her comp, that was sort of around her comp. Like, I don't like that. I like something that's pretty and whatever. Yes, you can like something that's pretty, but what is it about that extremely violent scene that you see painted that like feeds into your experience and makes you look at the world a different way? And that's kind of the secret to consumption, in my opinion. Jazz hands. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and to the point that we've been talking about, that's part of the that's part of the whole preparation part of the process mm -hmm. and just gathering as much information as possible. Right. Right. Giving your brain more material to work with mm -hmm. along the way. Yes. <sighs> that, I'm a little tired from that whole last explanation. I'm kind of I'm <laughs> well, kind of exhausted. Well. Thanks. You did well. Thanks. Are we are we at the wrap up point? I think we're at the wrap up point. Okay. Can I Let tell you something funny? Yeah. Just and you can cut this out when you get around to it. But <laughs> as I was writing this up, right? Um, I'm thinking to myself, but we always have like we always do links to articles and it feels weird to write a thing up and like are we gonna just I mean like what are you gonna do? Just put that on there? And it literally wasn't until I was sitting here this morning with this in front of me. I'm like, I write the blog. Why? <laughs> Why am I suddenly so weird about like? It's not like oh, just I gonna wrote a thing. And people not, are gonna see it. My it's goodness! It's not like we're just gonna put the things I wrote on the blog. Anyway. Yeah, that is funny. Okay, sorry. Uh, okay, so we're about to wrap up. I have one more tip. That I forgot to mention. Okay. Just just like a quick tip thing. A, a, giving yourself a way to capture your thoughts, right? So mm -hmm. my tip is keep a notebook on you at all times. My tip is text Vince. <laughs> <laughs> so he can make a note. When you have a new thought, just text him. and Bring this up in the meeting on Monday. See what he thinks about it. Yeah, that's Kay. my tip. Okay. <laughs> So we're going to give them your phone number so they can text Ooh, you, right? Uh, not a fan. <laughs> okay. So, but that is also a thing that I do. You make a note. Well, I keep a notebook. I got a notebook right. in my pocket right now. Uh, <sighs> and the other hand's playing a piano. Sure. Is that a nope. reference to something? A lot of s'mores, that song. Got one hand in my pocket and the other hand's playing a piano. Cut this out. <laughs> Please cut this no. out. <laughs> no. <laughs> sure. That was great. 
Thanks. Okay, let's wrap it up. So we are going to include links to any of the stuff that we mentioned below. Um, and this is your friendly reminder that you can listen back. You could specifically listen back to our other episode on creativity. Mm-hmm. And please do not tell us if we covered a ton of the ground that we already covered because we're so <laughs> excited. We got so excited about this that uh, I honestly kind of forgot until I looked back that we had done the other episode. Oh, sure. And then um, anyway, anyway, but you can find us on Anchor. You can find us on uh, iTunes and several other podcast apps. And, or you can always visit our blog and see not just the podcast, but any other interesting info we might have handy. That's simplicity.coop slash blog. You can hear all of our episodes. We would love it. If this is your first episode, for some reason, if you went back and listened to any of the other episodes, we we thoroughly enjoy the content we bring. It's obvious when we when you listen to us. You might not enjoy it, but boy, we do. <laughs> we covered a lot of ground today, uh, especially, hopefully, I made it understandable, some of that science behind the creativity, and then those ideas of how we get creative, and some tips for maybe the folks who don't think they're creative, who now know that they are creative or at least that we think they are we think you're creative yeah so therefore go create yes (laughs) (laughs) thank you for hanging out with us and sticking around to the end this is sue and vince signing off for now and we'll see you next time Mm -hmm.